Anytime I'm like, oh, babies, and then I hang around someone with a baby, I'm like, never mind. episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies that we loved in our youth and find out if there's still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. And I'm Pat. Oh, yeah. Woo! I'm excited because we've officially canceled banter for like three episodes in a row now. I think it's, it's a new trend. Do you hate it? Wait, you are you being... I can't tell, yeah, I, can, I can't tell if he's being serious or not. He's no, I hate all serious. of you. This is... this is. Uh, I'm dragged here against you. That I believe. <laughs> yep. And you ask us why we call you the negative Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) But we're also joined here. We also dragged here um, by his free will, though. He was willing to come. Uh, He's just really into dragging. (laughs) I'm really into. No, what I said was I was into drag and she took it totally the wrong way. Damn. Sorry. Well, you know what? I do know some fun bars we could go to later. There you go. Uh, but yeah, Steve Lamorte, director extraordinaire. He's made several short films, feature films, commercials, music videos, even live TV events. Uh, he has done fan films such as an awesome Star Wars fan film, which I've seen, and also a Powerpuff Girls fan film, which I still need to see, Steve, and I still have it open. The tab is open on my computer. Uh, it's lost with the tabs. <laughs> but, uh, also, super cool fun fact is Steve has directed Ben Affleck, guys. Ooh. Whoa. Is he as buff in real life as he looks in the movies? The director of Ben That's Affleck? That's right. The director of <laughs> Ben Affleck. That's right. And uh, he's trimmed down a bit, I think, quarantine. He might not have been working out so much, but he's super cool. Very nice. And I got to go to his house. And so he... Uh, his, like, he's, it's so great because you can tell when someone doesn't live in their house. You know, you go to <laughs> these houses and you're like, oh, this house is like clearly rented and cleaned by a third party. This is his house because he's got, you know, in the same way we have memorabilia and pictures of our family, he's got like photos of Matt Damon, you know, and him winning an Oscar. And he's got googly eyes on the Matt Damon photo. Like, it's <laughs> like, oh, this, this dude lives here. Like, awesome. Excellent. You know? I hope it's all just photos of him and Matt Damon doing various activities just, together. Just doing various activities, <laughs> yeah. picnics and brunches, <laughs> trips to the museum. His whole movies are like, are like, uh, you know, because we were in his like edit station. And he was just, he's like, let me pull up some old footage that you'd actually be able to use. Because obviously any footage of like Batman, we can't use. And he's just skimming through and all of his home movies are like Casey Affleck and Matt Damon. And he's like, yeah, I mean, these are my whole movies. I'm like, of course, those are your home wow. movies. That's your, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. We shot this one on a red, this home movie. <laughs> right. Just playing basketball and 35 millimeter film. It's whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, no, because I don't know what that is. What a red is. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's, That's a camera. A color. It's one of the primary <laughs> colors. Is a primary color. Yes, <laughs> that too. for sure. It is a creative sh- color. <laughs> no, we shot it only oh. with the color red. <laughs> it's the color of the grenadine I put in my drink. There yes. you go. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, oh, that's what I'm missing. Connecting the dots. Yeah, uh, yes. Oh, don't Steve, worry. Guys, you can I will, grab I one. I will vamp. Go if you need to get a beverage, please. I am very oh, I'll, encouraging. I'll get one this. for the. I'll get one for the right now. Vamp. Okay. Drink. Go. Break. Drink. Break. Go. Drink. Break. I'm attached to so many microphones. Oh no. Oh. I'm Steven. Now you're right. this message. I'm Steven. Steven is getting up and he's going to get a drink. We can see his lovely living room. Describing. This is not vamping. This is not, not vamping. Uh, it's not. Uh, no. no. I mean, it's kind of, as long as you're doing something to fill the airtime. Okay, then you go. You go have ahead, to Brett. be go. entertaining. You go. can't say something just... funny. Say something funny, winning, and charming. Brett, go. Listen, I would love to discuss all day your lack of vamping skills. In fact, I think me and Ash can vamp on that <laughs> for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Absolutely. In the Absolutely. same way that sun is not an element, uh, describing. <laughs> Exactly what is going on second by second wow. is not vamping. You know, he really burned you hard. You asked for it and he burned you so good. <laughs> like Please don't cut any of it out. <laughs> Keep it all in. I will say, though, to, to bring the burn full circle, this is banter, Brett. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand. Are we allowed to banter or are we discouraged from no, bantering? No, you can say whatever no, you please want. Please banter. Because I was away. told this was a banter-free. The, initially, we no. were cutting out the banter. For well, like, that was nah, just Brett. We don't months, listen to Brett. Six months in a row, <laughs> oh, Pat great. was like super disappointed with our banter. And so I was just like, no more banter. It was No, it was it was the... If you can call it banter, it was the banter of <laughs> calling fucked. out that we didn't that we didn't fuck up the intro because it used to be a thing where we'd always fuck up the intro, and then we went for a streak where we weren't fucking up the intro, and then we were always calling out that we didn't fuck up the intro. And I was like, right. "Let's stop calling out that we fuck up the intro." Uh, nothing, what'd you get nothing, to drink, Steve? <laughs> I got I got a Wonderland Nectarine Ale. Ooh, that sounds refreshing wow. and delightful. On a warm, it's so refreshing. May day, on a warm California day. Wow! Here's to you guys. Thank you for having me on. Cheers. Thank you. I'm drinking a Skull Island tea, and that it's Pat- a drink that's got five shots in it, and it tastes like a drink that has five shots in oh it. Oh my Ooh. god! Five different things. Five shots. Five of, of shots. What? Three kinds of rum, tequila, triple sec. Um, that's fatherhood right there. Five shots. Is of it adrenaline. called Skull Island because it just melts the flesh off your skull? Yeah, that that's also supposed to be evocative of pirate stuff. Isn't that what it's called when you when you slam a drink real hard, you're skulling it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've heard that. Mm-hmm. That's like I- Irish mm-hmm. or something. They no, use you're skull you're drink. thinking skull fucking, which is not no, a thing. No, you No, he's not because that's something <laughs> also else. Also Irish. <laughs> that's something else. Oh, um, this is a great segue into <laughs> yeah. Steve. What movie are we going to watch tonight? <laughs> tonight we're watching a movie that has more skull fucking than you'd think. Oh no! Oh goodness! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> or not? We're watching The Shadow. Ooh! Yes, 1994's The Shadow, to Ooh. be exact. And uh, you and- brought this film to us, right? I did bring this film. This is a film. So it's from, all your fault. It's I'm just all my fault. You're damn right. It's a film that I can't get my girlfriend to watch for reasons <gasps> that may or may not be obvious when you see it. Uh oh. Oh. And it's uh, for whatever reason just a movie I always liked as a kid. I don't know why. I just dug it. Yeah. That's good. That's perfect. That's like a perfect thing we want for the show. Or movies you liked when you were younger or haven't seen in a while. That's Inexplicably, it's... by the way, I couldn't tell you why. I just remember. Oh, you're talking yeah. to the right guy about that. In that, 
<laughs> it's like, I don't know. I have some fondness for this movie and I'm not sure why. And at the time <laughs> I couldn't tell you. And uh, I guess that's what this podcast is for. So hopefully I picked a good one. That's... All I do is subject when I get to pick is subject my my poor suffering friends here to to movies that are objectively not great, but I love for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Surf Ninjas. How dare you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <That was> no. <not, laughs> <laughs> oh, were you talking about something else? <laughs> yeah. What were you talking Surf ninjas, about then? Three ninjas. <laughs> three ninjas. Oh. Three ninja ninjas. turtles. Ninja turtles. Ninja turtles. Surprisingly, I watched that. That's one of my pandemic binges. I actually. Couldn't believe how good the original Ninja Turtles was. It's, yeah, we liked it. I think we remember we our episode. Yeah. We liked it. It's been a we minute. Um, net positive on that one. Yeah, I still want to make them watch the second and the third. The third one. Oof! I really want to make them watch the third Eat one. The third um, one. I recall. Yep. <laughs> but that's this that one movie... VHS. Go ahead. But that's that one VHS. Oh. I feel like we never got to watch. It's just like yeah, we watched it once, and you're like, no, nah, we'll watch the first one. No, you're good. For, nobody's friends ever <laughs> wanted to watch that third one. What, what I want to talk about, though, real quick with this movie is because it's part of a trend and it's kind of at the tail end of a trend of this era where I, I love the phenomenon. We've seen it a bunch where a movie will come out and be very popular and then Hollywood will take one aspect of that movie for whatever their reasoning and decide, oh, it must be this thing. People love this and just like redo that one aspect it was like, no, it wasn't. So mm. this was an era I feel where there were tons of like comic booky movies that were had a noir um, 20s to 40s era vibe. Is this around the Dick Tracy? Yes. They're pulpy. So it came out in 1994. Mm -hmm. It started, Batman came out in 1989. Now, Batman was, is kind of like there's TV, color TVs and all of that, but there was a, we we did it for the show. There was a pretty strong aesthetic, like a pre war aesthetic to it. It had, it was kind of a weird blend, right? Mm-hmm. And then immediately after that, in 1990, you have Dick Tracy. Also, you have Dark Man, the Sam Raimi. Dark Man. Whoa, uh, really? 91, you've got The Rocketeer. Mm. 94, you've got The Shadow. 96, you've got The Phantom. Mm. Mm. So all have a kind of a similar vibe to them, that that look, that aesthetic. They're forming really- the new Avengers group. You know, the Phantom. Yeah, but I do like it's like Batman comes out super popular and they look at Batman, the show about a Batman, uh, you know, and they're like, oh, it's the, the, the 40s aesthetic. That's what people love. Let's let's mm. give them more of that. Definitely <laughs> took the, the wrong lesson. They're like, oh, we got to go back to the source material way back to yeah. radio and newspaper because these characters, you know, the, not, I mean, even the Rocketeer, like these characters are not traditional comic book dc marvel i mean these are you know they're pulp heroes and uh yeah i think they definitely took the wrong lesson from that one yeah so is this the one where they the lesson they took was batman had a shadow (laughs) (laughs) i have no idea what this movie's about pat is what i'm trying to say yeah so (laughs) it's so it's a the very old source material it started as a radio play like one of those radio shows uh for one year orson welles played you mean a podcast uh, yeah, a podcast that you can't re- rewind or pause or anything. Um, and then it was, yeah, they were doing like pulp stories and pulp comics of it. And um, let's talk about the director. It was a gentleman named Russell uh, Mulcahy hmm. who directed uh, Highlander in 1986 oh. and Resident Evil, one of the 
umpteen Resident Evils that we just <laughs> he directed one of them in 07. He directed a bunch of episodes of the MTV show Teen Wolf. Oh. Uh, those are the things the... he's known for. Who is that again? Who okay. is the Teen Wolf? Who is the Teen Wolf? <laughs> he's directed ton, a ton, and I mean a ton, like a hundred of video shorts, too. Whatever that means. A lot of music video shorts. ton of Elton John stuff. Um, so he's been around. And then uh, the two credited writers are Walter Gibson, who was the... The, he passed away before this movie was made. He was the creator of the character, like the shadow. And then mm. uh, David Kep, who... Oh, worked. wow. That's yeah, a- he, he was a screenwriter for Jurassic Park, the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, uh, the first Mission Impossible, um, Panic Room. Wow. Yeah, he's a le- I was going to say, David Kep's a super legit screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Who done- clearly had a career after this, which is... Good news, maybe? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. I'm just trying to look. Uh, Oh, he wrote the the screenplay for the the Tom Cruise mummy. Oh, the coming? Oh, no. Oh, no. It came back around. Oh, Uh, no. Damn it. Hey, he still got paid. You know what? Homie still got paid. The worst movie Mm -hmm. poster in history. Oh, buddy. No, this isn't looking good for him. He also was credited on the screenplay for the Crystal Skull Indiana Jones. Oh no! Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. So uh, yeah, is this gonna? Is he gonna take it too far in this one? In the early days, I would be curious. I don't know. I do think that hearing the things he made that are not so good, it's kind of like a James Cameron. I think right. Like if you look at all the things that make James Cameron a good director. The more control he has, the worse those movies get. There's like a sweet Mm. spot of some control with him still being somewhat schmaltzy that makes like the perfect Hollywood film. And then you just, when he runs wild, you're like, oh no, it's Tenet. Like nobody told Christopher Nolan no. Like, ah, (laughs) how did this happen? Thank you. Thank you so much for bringing that to the table because Pat and I have a rivalry over it. Yeah, uh, no I enjoyed it. You just started. I liked it. I, <laughs> I liked it, but it just seemed like what happens when you just leave somebody alone with all the money and don't oh, sure. question anything. You're like, do you um, and, and it's like, dude, you know we can't hear the words, right? And he's like, don't question what I do. They're like, yeah, well, you know we can't if we can't hear the words. Like, he's like, that's on purpose. You're like, really? For yes. me, it's one of those things where everyone who has a every, the the criticisms of it are 100 percent correct. Like, oh, no, no, you are right. Like, this this part's a mess. This thing is wrong. I still like it. Um, <laughs> We're allowed to like what we like. Pat also <laughs> doesn't like chocolate. So, you know, you can... I don't... Oh, 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 there it is. I, oh, I, I'm oh, happy you opened this door, Brett, because I have, uh, I want, I have like, kind of a, an evolution of this, like, a way to phrase this, how I feel about chocolate. I don't okay. not like chocolate. I think chocolate's fine. And... Here's what I, here's, and we're gonna use movie terms. You have a okay? monologue Bring prepared for this fucking topic, Pat. Here he goes. This is his type five about why he doesn't like chocolate. You open this door. Um, chocolate is best as a supporting character, not the main protagonist. False. 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 Tell that yeah, to like chocolate. That's, that's, you're not false. gonna win this argument, Pat. <laughs> no. You're not. Unless no. the supporting no. cast is flour, eggs, and a no. leavening agent. Like a Reese's, so it's like peanut butter, and then like the chocolate kind of like adds to the flavor, or like an Oreo. For me, the you primary think- flavor is the cream, and then the chocolate is secondary. Why are you digging yourself a hole? You should. I'm, just- just, I'm explaining should- how it 
my my preference and why I think chocolate is I think chocolate is great and in, in in the right setting. You know, look, everyone's allowed to have a preference. Pat is a man with certain preferences. <laughs> Every everyone's allowed to have a preference. Yours is just wrong. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You are not the first guest that has shamed me for my chocolate beliefs, and you won't be the last. I can't remember the name of what they called it, but you ever you ever watch King of the Hill? There is that episode where the one dude. Damn it, Bobby. He was he was the uh, the opposite of the model consumer. You could watch him, and the things that he bought were destined to fail because he liked everything that was the least popular. I think that's Pat in real oh. life. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> mean. We have that with my girlfriend. If she ever says go let her sense of direction is so bad, I genuinely do the opposite of what wow. she says. I so have if she says zero go left, idea what that's I like. go right. <laughs> every time i would say 95 percent accuracy this works almost every time it's <laughs> wow. shocking to the point where she's not even offended i'm like which way would you go and she's like left well, right it is <laughs> every time she should just like mess with you and say the opposite then that's only going to make us late for the thing we're already that's late true to. like why would, why invite this chaos into your yeah <laughs> hey were we talking about a movie or something Yes. Uh, let's talk about the cast. <laughs> Banter police. Movie. Banter free zone has been demolished. <laughs> this movie stars Mr. Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Before that time, he yelled at his kids. That seems yes. odd. I mean, that we know Wait. of. What? Alec Baldwin. Wait, I didn't I didn't know about this. Oh, did you there not know like that voice- Alec Baldwin's oh. kind of not a nice guy? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's not. There was a voicemail that came out of a very not nice voicemail. He left his daughter. Oh. Yeah. Didn't um, he, like, get in a fist fight with someone over a parking spot in New York as well? I would believe it. He's, he's got one of those, like, Russell Crowe-style tempers where, if I'm recalling correctly, all of his indiscretions are always, like, yeah, he just gets annoyed, you know, and like, mm. and he doesn't take no shit. You know, Russell Crowe, if you don't have a reservation for him, you know, he might get loud and throw a phone at his mom. You know, whatever. It's Alex Baldwin's like, I was in Beetlejuice, damn it. <laughs> hey, he was hot shit at one point. He's, he's probably getting to a point where that's not going to work anymore. And all the like Generation Z or whatever is going to be like, what? <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. Oh, you're that guy from that old show, 30 Rock? Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. The first season of that show was so long ago. Like, surprisingly, like a surprisingly long number of years ago. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. boy. Yeah, it's from, like, two different decades ago. Early 2000s. Yeah. Wow. So, there are some folks in this movie. Um, names you'll very so. much recognize. And faces you'll recognize if you don't recognize the names. Um, John Lone is someone whose name you might not know, but you'll re- you might recognize his face. He's been in things. Uh, same with P- uh, Penelope Ann Miller. And but here's some here's some name. Peter Boyle is in this. Uh, yep. Sir Ian McKellen is in this. Wow. What really? Tim Curry is in this. Oh my god! <gasps> really? This is one of those. Yeah, Jonathan Winters. <laughs> Uh, James Hong is someone who, even if you don't recognize the name, you have seen him. He is he has an insane amount of acting credits. He's that guy um, in all the, in all the movies in the nineties, right? Uh, he's one of those. Yes, James. Oh Hong, yeah, he, yes. he plays he's, uh, whatever he is in this movie. He is that in every movie. He's one of those. Right? 
Yeah, he's got 441 acting credits. Um, A real single character actor. (laughs) I'm looking forward to seeing Tim Curry go, he's the shadow. (laughs) (laughs) The shadow. You know, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, you don't have to have seen the movie to know where that's, (laughs) know where that's headed. You know that's Mm -hmm. coming, yeah. How long has it been since you've seen this movie? Mm. Easily. 10 plus, maybe 15 years. It's been a... I, wow. It's been a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I tried to watch it once, maybe three years ago. And uh, and then I stopped. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <gasps> you stopped. Ooh. That That's <laughs> <Why, laughs> not a good sign. <laughs> Why'd you stop? Uh, I don't think it, uh, I don't think it was, uh, without giving too much away, because the opening is so dramatically different from the rest of the film, I was like, oh... Okay. Okay. <laughs> is what I will say. Huh. And so that's the only part that's really fresh in my mind. Um, cause it's dramatically different from the, you know, when you have like an origin story and it's mm. has some, it seems tangential to what, you know, is in the trailers. So mm-hmm. yeah, the opening of this film may surprise you. Uh, like it's Kung like, Fu it's Panda? Like, it's like clickbait. The opening <laughs> is, you know, Clickbait. <laughs> I'm before, just telling you, I'm like, I'm like clickbait. Right. I'm just, I'm saying, I'm like clickbait. Like, so, oh, you know, the way the movie boobs. opens may surprise you. <laughs> yeah. Boobs, Cl- yes. Clickbait in our podcast from the 40s. There you go. Uh, boobs never surprise me. So, <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't understand. Just to give you they never the- surprise me, too. <laughs> wake up every morning, they're still there. I'm surprised when I wake up and they're also there. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give you a little bit of the flavor of what type of movie this is to help you. Um, there's like a definitely, I already talked about that sort of era it's set in post world mm-hmm. war one. Um, it was a radio play and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a quote during the radio play that uh, every episode ended with the same line. And the narrator would, would go, uh, the, the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> okay and like then santa claus like he knows what you're doing at I all think, times yeah mm-hmm. yeah you better not bootleg you better not bankrupt <laughs> yeah what were the crimes back then you better not be nice to someone who looks different than you like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, like what were the crimes that, that you that better they cared not go about? to a speakeasy uh yeah right. don't enjoy liquor unless you do in which case ah, i mean we're gonna. I want to go to the money game in a second here, but I'm gonna share something with you that might. This might inform you a little too much, but I kind of want to give you guys a little bit of a ballpark to play in. Okay. <laughs> I was doing like thumbs up. Should I keep going? Um, but so they had big hopes for this movie. Okay. Clearly, they, by the cast, I mean, yeah, geez. they were money planning on it being like a franchise with toys. Really? A clothing line, Toys. a game. Yeah. How do you make a toy out of a shadow? <laughs> well, you'll see. When you I see mean, it cool was a joke. Outfit. I wasn't looking for a real oh. answer. <laughs> it's just it's just black construction paper. <laughs> no, they paper sell a, they sell a light. I mean, oh, <laughs> and the brilliant. rest is up to you. Who framed Roger Rabbit sold the portable hole. Did they really? There, you was it just a black it. sticker or something? Yeah. yeah. No, it was a real physical hole that broke the fabric of reality, Cat. <laughs> <Okay. Matt. laughs> you're 
<laughs> I'm sorry whatever I did to you, Brett. Yeah, why are you so Brett's mean like to pass to you today? <laughs> I'm going to kill your character in two days when we play D&D, just you, so you know. You, weenus? I'm killing, you can't kill I'm weenus. killing weenus. I'm killing weenus. <laughs> no! He's dying. Yes, um, this is your new character not the name. Weenus. Yeah. Not the weenus. Uh, <laughs> it's it's so, horrible. <laughs> uh, uh, unfortunately for the shadow, it opened against... The Lion King and the Mask. Oh, oh no! no. So that toy line. Uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, did they 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 did that because they thought they should dump it, or they did that because they thought they had a snowball's chance in hell of beating those two? I mean, I'm I don't guessing. think either of those two were considered. I, I feel like. Sam, probably, especially with Lion King, I don't feel like either the mask or the Lion King were considered like in the bag mega hits. Like Lion King was the secondary project, right? Like yep. it was Pocahontas was the one they were like, that's going to be the big shit. Yep. And uh, I don't know. Wait, that, it's I not? Mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then same, same with the mask. I mean, that was like Cameron Diaz's like first main role, big role. Uh, yeah, Jim Carrey was kind of on the, on the up, was on the way up. I mean, he wasn't. I don't think he had was arrived. At no, that point, I mean right? he was the star. I don't know if that was right after the first Ace Ventura. I think I think it was the first thing he did right after the first mm. Ace Ventura. Um, feels like kind of slightly different audiences, but let's go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and do. I've given you the cast. You kind of know like the era. The you can probably visualize a lot of the aesthetic of this. I've shared mm -hmm. that. Let's go ahead and go to the money game. Kaching. All right. All right. I think Stephen is gonna have. An unfair advantage. Steven, the you one to person, last. the one person on the podcast that's actually made feature films. <laughs> okay, you have, you have you have to go last then. Sorry, okay. guest. Sorry, guest. Guests are last here. <laughs> um, I can go. Welcome to Let's Rewatch. Fuck yeah. manners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, Brett already established that. But Ash, Sam, Brett, who wants yes. to jump in first with their budge? Who think they're budgie? Who's got a budgie idea? Um, I'm gonna go, and this is 1994. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go mm -hmm. 80 mil. Damn it! I was gonna okay. do that. 75. A lot of, <laughs> lot of money. When did when did Super Mario Brothers come? 60. Out? I'm moving now. <laughs> do you know? Do you have the computer up? When did what? Super, Super Mario, Mario Brothers. Brothers. When did that come out? You're not uh, allowed I think, I think other that was information. The year... You, I feel like you also asked that last time. You did. Um, did I, I think it was the year before. I think you, you totally did. That answer yeah. still. Yeah, it was ninety three. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually did ask it last recording. Yes. Oh God. That's the. Is that the bar by which you? You're like, well, no, yeah, he's Super judging Mario budget. Console. It's just it's it's a good thing to know when was the most recent huge failure in a semi-related <laughs> like you know adaptive genre thing. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say this is probably like in production though. So we'll say fifty-five. Fifty-five. Okay. Sam said eighty. Brett said fifty-five. Ash, I know you were all you. Moved I was it all over times. the board. I changed it to sixty. Oh, but... okay. Steve, yeah. what do you? I almost said the answer was like shit. Steven, go. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like forty because I think that was a lot more money in the nineties. Eighty million dollars. Wins. It was oh, twenty five. Twenty five. Wow. Okay. I was way off. I saw. Oh my god. 
I yeah. set the bar really high. Yeah, I think I went high because you said 80, but I was like, the cover was just Alec Baldwin and his fucking shadow. <laughs> they had a toy line. Is, no, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you know, back then that would be, you know, 25 million would, I think, would probably be the equivalent of like at least... 60 or 70 now right probably i mean if you, if you want me to yeah. go to an inflation calculator i'm I curious can. i'd be just because you know i mean like uh this is I our mean, new deadpool segment was only, called deadpool was made the math. For, for deadpool was like only a 40 yeah. million dollar movie i mean there's you know there are small uh-huh. films that's why they couldn't ilk. afford all the x-men See, it's not it. an inflation calendar you need a hollywood inflation calendar like that's true you know you i just, mean Chumming the waters okay, well, with any old thing and making uh, fucking 200, regular, 300 mil. I found a regular inflation calendar and it says $25 million in 1994 is like $45 million today. Oh, yeah, I was, you're very so still on, yeah. I was still on the, I was doing today math. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're doing. Yeah. Fun do, fact uh, about, go ahead. No, fun, just fact? fun fact about that, uh, that Deadpool budget. They actually had that. I think it was in the 40s. It was low. And they had that budget cut like two weeks before production. Uh, and uh, so, <gasps> yeah. So they had to, they're like, we, if you want to still shoot this thing, we got to drop $5 million. Like, how do we cut $5 million off oh the budget? Like, Ryan Reynolds is already making lunch for everybody. And so they decided to cut all of the gunplay. Because every time you fire a gun, you know, that's a, it's either a, it's either a pyro charge or like VFX, right? So they decided, mm-hmm. okay, we'll cut all the gunplay from the third act. So that's why Dopinder leaves all of the guns in the car and then it drives away. And he's like, well, I guess it's just going to be a knife fight because they literally didn't have the money for squibs. <laughs> that's wow. great. I, I love that stuff, though. I, I'm a huge fan of I'm a huge proponent of like limitation breeds creativity. Um, like I feel I enjoy I almost prefer like getting writing assignments where I'm giving like per, I have like parameters or something. I feel like it really rather than just a blank slate. Cause I, I thrive on that. Like, I love that. Like the challenge of like, okay, I've got to achieve this and this, but it can't do this. I've got mm-hmm. to kind of like contort around. And I love that stuff. And I think some of the coolest things we've ever seen in movies and books and TV and comics have been come from that some kind of hurdle or genesis, like limitation. Yeah, the Monty, the Monty Python coconuts, right? I mean, it's way funnier in the Holy Grail that they have the coconuts because yeah. they didn't have the money for horses. And you're like, this is way, if they just had horses, it'd be like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. coconuts is so much better. Yes. Exactly. Um, yeah. let's do a cumulative worldwide gross. Mm. This didn't make money back. <laughs> so it was 20, you said 25 was the budget? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it just barely made money back. I'm yeah, gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say twenty. Which what you saying, Steve? I'll say ten. I'm gonna say is a huge disappointment. Whoever had the <laughs> highest number wins. Me. It was it did it did make what? its money. I was oh, did you do twenty five? Yeah. Oh. It was forty eight actually oh. worldwide. Oh. Wow. But, but I can see how it's like if you're just talking about the movie's budget. And returns and had all this other shit lined up. Mm. Like maybe the movie itself was profitable. Mu- yeah. But the whole machine probably took a bath, like with all right. those other ancillary things I was talking about that they were trying to line up. Like, well, we the- also, you know, dollar for dollar, you spend about one dollar per production dollar on marketing, right? So if 
you know, you're working on Spider-Man and they spend 200 million, they're in the hole for like 450 before mm. they, you know, so they're so like, funny. yeah, oh yeah, the, the, I have friends who are working on one of the Spider-Man movies and they were like, oh, you know, we're spending a lot of money here. And he's like, yeah, if this movie doesn't make a billion dollars, we're all fired. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh, cool. Wow. It You'll like just... sounds amazing and terrible at the same time. It <laughs> will though. That? Uh, the Sony Spider-Mans are not Marvel movies. Um, oh, this, this I, was thought, one I the, thought it was the Marvel one. Sorry. No, this was back on the... The Garfield ones? or Yeah, the Garfield ones. One of them, they were shooting it. And he was like, if this movie doesn't make a billion dollars, we're all fired. I'm like, oh. Wait, cool. Garfield's and Spider-Man guys? Good God, Ash. <laughs> Spider-Man hates Mondays. He's hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> really loves that Spider-Man fucking the final fight against Normal. <laughs> <laughs> it was really tragic how the alien symbiote attached to uh, Odie, and then it was like this like Odie Venom hybrid thing. And he had to fight his best friend. Like, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I wish one of us was an artist. I could now do like Spider Man and Garfield matchups. Spider Man like, Garfield, like Spider Man Garfield as Spider Man, all the characters as characters. Oh my God. We just come back. So what do you think of the shadow? Well, I have these sketches. They're all Spider-Man themed Garfield sketches. I forgot to watch the movie. <laughs> of course, sketches. Garfield is still voiced by Bill Murray in this scenario, right? So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Where? How does John fit into it, though? <laughs> he just John isn't. He's would cut have to from be the Mary film. Jane. Okay. <laughs> Right? Uh, yeah. Or the kingpin he, running Uncle everything. Ben. Oh, I was going to say he was Aunt May. <laughs> he's Uncle Ben and he's oh. killed in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> that's, oh, it's Garfield without Garfield, not Garfield without John. Yeah. <laughs> I was imagining, and like his suit doesn't, the Spider Man suit doesn't fit, and his little like cat tummy is spilling his out a little bit under the shirt. <laughs> Quick, copyright this, this idea. This yeah. bit's going oh, in the trash. We can. Uh, <laughs> it's parody. <laughs> wow. Cutting room floor. What is up Brett your is going to be today? just savage with the editor's knife Jeez. on this one. He's like, oh, this nonsense. He's like, I didn't like any of those the, jokes. They're uh, all cut. I'm I don't care mood. that you're a director, Steve. I'm making the I'm final cut. Mood. Can yeah. you tell that the baby woke up at four o'clock and never went back to sleep? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, baby. The baby is nice. staring eyes wide at a at a blank wall while Sam's rocking him in the thing. <laughs> and he's just like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's do predictions. Done. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm. I'm trying to think if it makes sense for Steven, Steve to go first because you, you've seen this the most recently as far as how you well, think it's Well, you'll color our expectations. So have the people no, who I, have it. I think oh, you, guys, you guys okay. should go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I have not- the most recent piece of reminder about what the now we're about to mm-hmm. watch. Is it like a right. detective movie or something? It seems like it would be a detective <laughs> movie. What's the? Can you throw a genre at me at least? No spoilers. Just a, just a genre. What is this? Comic book movie. That's not a genre. It, <laughs> I mean, Steve, Steve, like, addended this. It's like, there's, I'm sure, I bet they're like, I think there's like, I've seen it one time. I don't remember a ton about yeah. it. It's like, he has, he's, he's it, I'd a say vigilante. It's a, I'd say it's a, yeah, I'd say it's kind of a, it's like a noir 
okay. comic book film. Right? So they were, try- mm-hmm. they were trying to do a Dick Tracy. Tracing that dick. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> man. Uh, if they were trying to copy Dick Tracy, I feel like Dick Tracy was awesome in ways that almost couldn't be replicated, even if attempted. Uh and if they were trying to do that, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. Uh, but that said, I do love noir stuff, and I might enjoy it just for the vibe. I don't know. You didn't enjoy Blade Runner for the noir vibe, so. Oh, that's it's noir, but are sci-fi we going to open really every <laughs> issue Brett and I have with each other? Issue. We're just yes. everything that like all of them <laughs> ripping the stitches. Sure, let's open the closet, pull all the skeletons out. <laughs> damn it uh, sam what do you think um i don't know anything about this uh i have a feeling it's not gonna be great i now Ooh, i'm very worried out yeah shots I'm very, fired <laughs> i'm very worried it's gonna be gratuitously violent oh interesting that's my fear hmm. um is that because he said he can't get his girlfriend to watch it? I don't know. Possibly. Or the beginning opens up weird. I, I don't know. It's it's a fear. It is PG-13, I'll say. Oh. Or it opens up with a big sex scene. I was going to say, do one you think Ian yeah. McKellen would be in something that's like uber violent? I can't think of one. That's true. Hmm. That's a good point. I mean, but. a lot of people, a lot of living things die in Lord of the Rings, bud. I wouldn't call it <laughs> uber violent, though. They have, just because like, they're orcs, wow, Brett! Just because they're orcs, Brett, they don't count. I just Lord of the Rings. They were, they made, they had a fun time killing orcs. They he slid down an elephant, you know, mm. like it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun death, fun murder, fun murder. Good murders. They were good murders. Good murders, as we'd say. In, yeah, that's from our D and D. All right. Show. Well, <laughs> well, if Sam, are you done with your? Yeah, I mean, I don't know okay. what else to say. I mean. Yeah, I think maybe there will be some cool practical effects that I'll appreciate, maybe. I don't know. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Sam is so optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no. I was like, I hope you're right. You're like, maybe yeah. this effect, it, it's good. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Alec Baldwin uh, pre, pre-bloat, pre right? He's still, he's still a young man in this. Yeah, he's it's, still a svelte, hunky-leading man. very svelte. Movie star Alec Baldwin, I think, at the height of his power, if I had to guess. (laughs) The height of his power. (laughs) Early 90s? Yeah, I think that was... Yeah, I think so. I like that you probably haven't seen the poster, but from the poster, the takeaway is maybe there's some good special effects in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, because the the poster doesn't make it look like there's going to be good special effects. Uh, I... I don't know anything about this movie either. I didn't know it existed until Steve brought it to the table. Uh, I know that Steve is a fantastic director with when it comes to visual effects and special effects. So I'm assuming that he chose this movie because there are some in this movie. I'm not say, optimistic. It about is very them being rare that great. none of us have even heard of a thing. Like, because I totally yes. hadn't heard of this. Yeah, it's also ha- not wasn't a small film. I mean, this was a 
big studio picture. This is not some weird little indie. I mean, this is based on existing IP. It's early 90s. It's got a bunch of people you've heard of in it. I'm surprised that you guys haven't heard of it. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. But it did flop. So, so maybe they flop, tried to bury not, it. They're like, not. dear God. Well, something <laughs> flopped so name. hard, right? Like water mm-hmm. world flopped so hard, you know, uh, that everybody knows that one, even though a lot of people, I think nowadays, haven't seen it. Um, I've seen Waterworld. I have not seen it, but I've heard it's, of it. It would be <laughs> a super fun one for the podcast. Yeah. Definitely. Agree. Hard agree. And fun fact about Waterworld is the costumes for Waterworld have been used over and over and over again in so many films because they still have them at this like prop house. They actually and they just like sold rent them. them out. Oh, did they sell them? Uh-huh. When that happened? Recently? Uh, like 2016 2017 i think one of my friends who makes uh props she bought one and she was very excited granted they might still have the main characters but it was like a background characters Mm -hmm. yeah one of the smokers (laughs) they're just like great great like generic post-apocalyptic yes type exactly yeah well that's uh, i mean that's hollywood right like you think oh man they built all this stuff custom and then you're walking around and you're like oh there's that location and also that's the location from, and also that's the, like, you look at, uh, you know, the clock tower from Back to the Future, you know, it's been reused a thousand times, you know, and mm-hmm. sometimes totally. you go, like, when we go to rent things, if you're renting it from Sony, which used to be MGM, right, I think, but you go to any of the rental houses here in Los Angeles, the big ones that are, like, at the studio, if you rent from Warner Brothers, every piece there has history. They're not just buying new couches. Like, this is <laughs> this could be the couch from Titanic, for all you know, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Especially if it went onto a soundstage. Like, that's... Yeah. yeah it's Hollywood. Love it. I love that stuff. Actually, I love that stuff. Um, this could be the couch from the actual ship, Titanic. I'm somewhat <laughs> optimistic. <laughs> Thanks for almost be... appreciating that, Brett. <laughs> Draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> I'm somewhat optimistic that it will be fun to watch or entertaining. I think maybe it's just a product of, like... It, it went up against two like crazy all time huge mega hits. Um, it uh, maybe it's just it's too it's too it's like maybe it's too in between, right? Like the vibe will be kind of adult because it'll be that super. I get I get the vibe. I, like I said, I've only seen it the one time, but seeing images when I was doing my research for the hosting and stuff, it, it looks like they almost were like we're doing Dick Tracy, but like a gritty Dick Tracy, like a serious just Dick a Tracy real gritty all- Dick. Without the, <laughs> God damn it, every time. <laughs> um, but I, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting, um, I'm getting like we're doing Dick Tracy, but without like the cheeky like like parody self parody vibes. Like we're we're getting the, and we're doing it real. And it's going to be this like action noir thriller. And I could see it. I'm not saying it's 100%, but I could see it, us coming back be like, huh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Like, I also, Brett, I, I, I love, like, the noir vibe of stuff. I, I, I dig it. I'll occasionally go back and watch. Not too long ago, I, I rewatched The Maltese Falcon. Um, mm. And uh, and also Casablanca, like, two months ago or something. And, uh, that holds up, by the way. It's a fun movie. Surprise! I know all time one of the all time like yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> shocker. Casablanca yeah. holds up. No way. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, 
guys, in other breaking news, water is wet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying I'm, I am optimistic, maybe cautiously so, but I think it's going to be an interesting film. And I'm excited to watch something that we kind of don't know what we're getting into. That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, Steve. I'm genuinely curious about your prediction because, yeah, so so often the uh, making something grittier and more adult just means like removing all of the fun from it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's make it dark. Why would we want Superman to smile? <laughs> <laughs> let's have a very angry symbol of hope and optimism in this world. <laughs> my, uh, you know, the I think my prediction is that uh, the things I liked about it, uh, you know, as a youngster are going to be the things that are going to be kind of cringy now, visually speaking. Mm. Um, and then like, you know, Alec Baldwin has done so much since this movie came out that it's going to be, I think it's going to be super hard to take him seriously and not imagine him as like Jack Donaghy. You know? Yeah. Damn it. Lemon. Like I, you know, he's, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that's going to be kind of funny to see. And like anytime you see, Skinny, young, serious, uh, you know, individuals. Sorry, my robot vacuum just started. <laughs> Damn it. Robot. Alfred, go back to the dock. Alexa, send them. Can you? I'm just going to handle this. I'm sorry. the robot to go back to the dock? Because that's amazing. Yeah. Alexa, wow. send the shark robot back to his dock. His name is Alfred. Just give me a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love those things. Ours is called Wally, our robot vacuum. Oh, ours is just DJ Roomba. <laughs> <You do. laughs> DJ Roomba. We don't have it hooked up to like our Google Home, but just have an app on the phone, which is easy. I love technology. Sadly, this is vamping. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize you were like Miriam Webster of the what definition of the word today? vamping over here. You're in I didn't such realize, a Brad, bad mood. I didn't realize you were like I'm the I'm the lore master of what constitutes vamping or I'm, not. I'm in such a dumb Vamp, mood right Brett now. Brett the vamp lord over here, like. <laughs> There we go. Al- Vamp Lord. Alfred has uh, been put to bed. We're all good. Oh, good. <laughs> Steve, do you think we're going to like this movie? Mm. I think I think if you're into... I think yes. I think you'll be pleasantly uh-huh. surprised. If you're, if, you're, if you're picking up what it's putting down, I think you'll like it. But uh, I think if it's not for you, then you're going to hate the whole thing. Oh. Because I seem mm. to recall it being one of those films that doesn't like, you know, dip its toe in a bunch of stuff. It picks a lane and it goes hard. Mm. Is there a little or a lot of Tim Curry in this? Oh, good question. Mm. I haven't the foggiest idea. I genuinely can't remember. <gasps> I mean, when I tell you I watched the first like two and a half minutes years ago and was like, oh, and passed on it. Um, I didn't know he was in it. I couldn't tell you what the hell Ian McCallan's doing in there. Like. Yeah, we're in. I, I'm really remember that I love it, and that's it. <laughs> this is strictly. I remember on. that I loved it, but I also remember that when I last time I tried to watch it, I said hard pass. I <laughs> said, it off. Nope. Very, <laughs> sh- very short order. It's strictly a vibe pick. Like <laughs> you got to be in the mood, I guess. You know. All right. Uh, well, I think we're gonna pause the recording and go and watch. The shadow? Is it the shadow? Is it shadow? Yes, it's it's the the shadow. The shadow. Thou the shadow. thine shadow. Thine shadow. No, that's like means your. The, it's a, the shadow. Is it a shadow? Ye, no. Ye old shadow. The shadow. 
We're going to watch The Shadow and then talk about it in the future. It's a city of shadows. It's a city of light. It's a city of secrets. It's a city of crimes. <laughs> that does not rhyme, but that's what the lyrics are. I listened <laughs> to it three times. Oh, you poor thing. This is like listening the to whole thing. the fucking It's Always Sunny Just, guys try to write a song. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's very Dayman Nightman energy. That's that. I mean, yes. Shadow Man. It's the yeah, city that song. of shadows. Yep. Yeah. That song Shadow comes out Man. of nowhere. Ah. <laughs> it's, it's Nightman and the movie. Like, Holy ah, shit. the 90s. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. We're there. Uh, Guys, so we, we must talk about them nails. Them nails. Oh, there were some long Coke nails. Oh, long man. Long nails. He, he definitely made nails? sure to get his nails did every day he was in China. <laughs> Were they, hey, were they in? I couldn't tell where they were. Tibet, allegedly. Allegedly. Oh. Allegedly. Yeah. Tibet by way of okay. soundstage. <laughs> where do we start? Um, mm, I don't no. know. I don't know. I So I have a... I, I, you know what I'm going to jump in is, A, uh, this movie answers the question, what if Batman was also a Jedi? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, B, I have a confession to make, everyone, and I apologize. Uh, oh. About halfway through this movie, I stopped being a part of Let's Rewatch. <laughs> and I started being part of another podcast on our network, Another Pass. <laughs> because I, and I texted Case during while watching this movie. He's like, dibs on the shadow. I'm coming on Another Pass and we're doing the shadow because I have <laughs> so many ideas for this movie on how it could have been better. Hit us with one of them. It's a bunch of like little things, but literally, I feel like they have all the pieces. I, I feel like this movie is a hundred percent unfulfilled potential. It's so many little pieces. Mm-hmm. So in the very beginning, for one, don't show him as like no. this. Don't we didn't show need that. That no. You can. It could be. It's one of those things where you do the opposite. Usually, it's show don't tell. But that could have been a really powerful moment if he had like some kind of heart to heart with Margot about like how he got here, and he's like. I used to be a terrible person. I actually led this like criminal organization uh, for seven years, and I, I'm, I'm trying. You know, maybe he had he has like his brush with death, right? He has his low point, his brush with death, and then she's like, tr- like tending to him. And she's like, "Why do you do this? Like, why do?" You do-? He's like, I-, "I need to make up for this. I need to do some good in the world. I spent a decade causing nothing but pain and misery, and then I was." You know, I somehow came found this temple and be a little more vague about it because it sounds kind of epic in this dark past if you're talking about it, but it looks fucking silly. It's <laughs> you just absurd the to see it, a like, white guy as a drug lord in the opium field. Yes. Yes. Well, okay. So, I mean, the setup with that opium, the, mm-hmm. the opium fields, because that's uh, opium. Yeah, sure. Uh, th- did he well, was he a good guy by choice? Because the words that they put on the screen where where they said, and then he got magical powers. Uh, also said that they just them. made him do it. Yeah, yeah. I was. I didn't yeah, yeah. get that he was trying to repent. I thought he was being. Forced it was a forced. It. It, was a forced it seemed like penance. it was forced. Yeah, it's a lot of, of the, slavery the in the this magical movie. Knife. 
Yeah. <laughs> like not the yeah. most culturally think, sensitive of films. No. That's that's my biggest like I don't even have other thoughts because this one was just so overriding in my mind is Is the Shadow the bad guy? <laughs> I I mean, he didn't really act like There's... a good guy to the point that he kills Tim Curry the same way the bad guy is <laughs> no. killing everyone. Wait, that was him who killed Tim Curry? I thought that was the yes. bad guy who no. came in. No, he, he no. made him jump he, through, he made the him jump through the window. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. messed up. Window, yeah. yeah, he mm. killed his whole... But like Good. in the Zack Snyder, in his defense, in the Zack Snyder Batman film, like Batman murders everybody. Like he's got guns, he's driving around, like... He might not shoot somebody in the face, but he definitely throws a car that crushes another car filled with people. Like, our Batman kills people. Is this a defense? Because isn't that, like, widely, like, the criticism of that movie? Oh, I don't think it's the right choice. I'm just saying Batman kills people right now. Until we get a new one, the current Batman murders. He stabbed the shit out of that one guy in Batman. And he picked up a knife and the camera panned away. And you're like, did he just stab that guy? That's a whole, there was an arc in the comics where he did start, he did go dark and start killing people. But that being said, also, I also argue even normal, quote unquote, normal Batman, he kills people. He just doesn't understand how brain trauma works. (laughs) 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 He throws him off a building and he's like, well, job well done. Uh, Yeah. In this movie, we get the great, great, some kind of grandkid of Genghis Khan, uh, mind controlling people to their deaths. Which which mm-hmm. our hero also does, but then the hero also uses his mind powers to manipulate women, which is horrifying. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Repeatedly, he's because the cab driver says this is not like the all the other women you do this to, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I guess not." And you're like, Ugh. "Yeah." I mean, I was just thinking the same thing. Like, I can't <laughs> believe I have to say it again, but a woman waking up to a man staring at her is not sexy. No. no. So fully dressed. Freaky. Yeah. Like just Ugh. been standing there. I had a dream that I ripped my face off and there was yeah. someone else underneath. That was what was that scene? She's trying okay. to be sexy. It was a, a majestic. What? And why is he rich? Why is he what Okay, thank you. I was From like drug this money? movie is like Maybe the biggest brain. the yeah. biggest well, clearly he's like the what the not the mayor but the the police the police commissioner's nephew, nephew or something the, right i mean but i was like this movie is like white privilege the poster child like this dude disappears for seven years and comes back and now he's like the richest dude in new york i i mean if you're really looking for a reason why he's the richest dude in new york it's because of his worldwide network of slaves <laughs> right and that whole drug true. ring the drug ring he runs yeah so that also begs the question uh does he only save people that he thinks he can use <laughs> so that's like, a good question i so i got question. strong vibes that he was orchestrating like i need a cab driver and like would set it up so he could save the cab driver's Which, life now you owe me your life he doesn't need a why do you need a working cab driver who might be on a call all the way across the city when you need him when if you apparently have all this technology that's like 30 40 years ahead of the times and you're rich like just have a chauffeur Right, just have a driver. Why yeah. is it going to be a cab yeah. driver who could... Yeah, that's a good point. Well, maybe there's so many... There's an element of, of hiding, though, right? If he's a cab driver, he can go around, and it's not like a fancy car. It just kind of blends in. Yeah. Maybe. Except that cab looked would... different than all the other cabs. Yeah, and I would argue you can buy a personal car and paint it to look like a cab. 
Or just buy a decommissioned cab like Phoebe on Friends. So the cab didn't look unlike every other car because there was one identical cab that housed the bad guy at one point. Uh, yeah. (laughs) It was, that was the, uh, a character you should watch is in this vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) Big banner. Uh, I mean, there's so many times where, like, the logic of his powers don't always line up either where like he mined telepathies her margo to come across town and save him from drowning but then when he gets there he's like open the door like this turn the wheel also, like, and i'm also, like i feel like okay. i wish he would have been like yeah no shit yeah like, right. yeah that's like- right it's a it's a <laughs> but like why is he why is he mouthing open the door? Does, can't he talk to her with it's his brain? His mind power. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Can we take a detour and talk about this actress? Because oh my god, she's the the worst actor in the film. And surprisingly, she was nominated for a Golden Globe for the film she did before this one. Not for this film. Mm. No. <laughs> I but feel like, like I can't they... imagine you get worse as you progress through acting. So how is it uh, possible? No, Sandra Sandra Bullock won an Oscar and a Razzie in the same year. So <laughs> really, okay. what for? Uh, I mean, it seemed Blindside like... and All About Steve. Oh, mm. I'll let you decide oh, which yeah. is which. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like tonally the direction was all over the place. Like you have some moments that mm-hmm. are dark and gothic. You have some moments that are violent and also visually super interesting. And then you have other scenes where they're like bantering and charming and witty. And you're like, are we watching the same film? Like when they're totally. when he's trying to tell her not to go and she changes her dress. Like yeah. they're, they're bantering. I'm like, since when is this guy funny? Yeah. That definitely felt yeah. like there 100%. were too many hands I mean, on that script. He's really funny when he's all shadowy and he's laughing and like <laughs> that that persona was so interesting. Like, what are you doing? It was like is laugh. that like part of his powers is that he has to laugh uncontrollably I, the entire time? You know what? We joke about how little research we do for the show. I read the Wikipedia page for the movie of this and the book. And that's long, top to bottom. And like so much, I'm like, I couldn't find anything about that. Um I have another thing I really want to talk about, but I think, do you guys want to do LiamDB real quick? Sure. I was to have sure. a theory about the laughing. Oh, okay. Oh, do it. But like, not a joke theory. Actual, like, if you think about the character and you think about what, what was the villain's name even? Something Khan. Shiwan, Shiwan Khan or something. Okay. They didn't right? say it enough for me to actually like catch it, but. Anyway. Something, something. He just kept calling him Khan. Yeah. Khan. Yeah. My Khan. That's all we got. My Khan. Uh, so he shows up and his whole thing is just like, Hey, like we should be, we should be buddies. Like you're evil. I'm evil. We could be evil together. And like, I feel like his shadow personality was the like, cool. I could kill people now. Like I am actually evil, but like, you know, I can pretend like I'm doing good, but (laughs) I'm going to kill you, Tim Curry by mind powers. Mm hmm. So that's that's what I got out of it was he was laughing just because it was the only time he wasn't pretending to be a normal dude. A good guy. Right. Yeah. I wonder oh, if he any gets of that... uh, cut loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if any of that comes from the radio play, like the laughing and stuff. 
Because that's like one of the reasons why he was, you know, the shadow is, uh, has the powers he has because in the theater of the mind, right, he could be invisible yes. and the bad guys would be. So some of that, I think, does come from the radio play. You mentioned, I think Orson Welles played the shadow at one point or did the narration yes. for the shadow. No, yeah, he played the shadow at one point. Yeah. Wow. The shadow knows. Ah, and then he laughs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to come see. back with that line and they never came back with it. He's like, I'll know. And you're like, the line is the shadow knows. What do you mean? Yeah. I'll know. Your totally. catchphrase is the shadow knows. This was the moment. The that moment. was the, that was the spot. You know what I, you know what I know. You yeah. all know the, the I, Oh my I'm God. That was the worst line. I can't not I'll I know. know what I know. And I was just like, ugh, this is the right. The writing is also all over the place because like sometimes there's like, great lines and then other times there's lines like i can't remember an evening that was so stimulating like what's gross he was horny he was unabashedly horny in this uh i was thinking do you think he calls his dick the shadow (laughs) (laughs) maybe something to the effect of his dick casting a big shadow there you go there you go well he said he said psychically i'm well endowed right that's an actual (laughs) line of course, you'd notice oh, me. Psychically, yeah. I'm very well endowed. I mean, that's like a, a serious line from the film. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a moment true. where I was like, that's Jack Donaghy right there. Like, psychically, I'm very well endowed. Like, <laughs> what? That's, that's uh, the psychic powers. You don't have to be good at sex if you can convince people you were good at sex. Yeah, right? There you go. Who knows? I'm honestly shocked that there Certainly wasn't not. a sex scene, though, because this felt like... At any moment, it would turn into a porn. Ooh, that would like, be so weird, like a weirdly rapey, like <laughs> yes. yeah, like totally. using his using his like something power that would be like, oh, this doesn't hold up. I wouldn't be surprised if that was on the cutting yeah. room floor because I mean, they probably watched it. They're like, no, 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 no. This mind control guy cannot be <laughs> yes. sexing anyone. <laughs> PG thirteen, no. <laughs> I mean, he stabbed the villain in the head, so I mean, there are definitely moments of like, whoa, okay. I mean, he's, he's stabbed in the gut, in the stomach, and in the head, and somehow survives. <laughs> and had part of his brain. This is this kind of tangentially saying we only use ten percent of our brains. Is this buying into that trope? Yeah. Yes, for sure. That's a big nineties unless you believe in yeah <laughs> telekinesis yeah. or what? What do you say? Telepathy? It's just unless yeah, yeah unless, you, unless believe you believe in, in <laughs> telekinesis. Yep. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and that was the other evil thing he did. He put he. Who knows if the bad guy was actually even injured by the brain spike, but he convinced the doctor to lobotomize him or whatever. Like fucking, I think he's the bad guy. That's right, because the doctor had the ring. The doctor was one of his lackeys. The doctor was one of his goons. Yep. So he might not have needed his lobotomy or whatever. And they that wow. Oh, he one hundred percent didn't need it. It's dark. It's a dark movie. Yeah, yeah. it's and also, dark as a shadow. <laughs> take it take it even a step further the man the most uh, let's call this prison arkham right where it's a prison for the criminally insane uh-huh. and not a treatment center right um this man is now this normal man who no longer has the superpower that made him a threat is now locked up with like other crazy people who think they're mm-hmm. this guy and that guy so this guy's gonna like live out his days in a jail for insane people just like as a normal dude <laughs> Like, ay, ay, ay. Yeah. I what mean, funny... I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call him a normal dude. Yeah. He but definitely he's not... has problems. He's but... also a liar. But he's not, he's not crazy. The last... 
Yeah. He's not he's a liar. He's not the last descendant of Genghis Khan. It's like eight percent of Mongolian <laughs> males can trace right. their lineage. A, a good percentage of the planet. Yep. Yeah. Plot wise, uh, it, it also felt like this movie in many mo I mean, I counted because I paused. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, the shadow is back. The movie, after the opening scene, we didn't get any shadow like red mask hat for easily fifty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, almost an hour well, without your okay. without your hero. Like on screen swinging guns. I was like, whoa, what is, who is this movie about? He's like running around solving crimes and hypnotizing people. What Just was even, the point of the prosthetics when uh, yeah. he's the shadow? No one knows what he looks like. So, so why does so he no change knows. the way he looks? Yeah. Right. Or why did I just put that scarf up over your face? I want to talk about yeah. the face. Yes. Thank you. Okay. I want to talk about the face. <laughs> I, I it, don't. It's a disguise, so but it's also it's a like weird just, choice. It would look so much cooler just to have that red like over his nose. The well, red scarf. He doesn't it, adhere to CDC mask standards, so he can't. He's got to have his nose sticky now. <laughs> he doesn't even know that that no the mask is ineffective if he doesn't pull it up over his nose. I well, yeah. the whole point is, I don't. And I looked for that. I looked for that in the Wikipedia's. I couldn't find anything referencing that in the original. Um. Like about the original like show or the it, original because if it was a radio uh, play, it's not like they'd be like, and suddenly he looks completely different. No, you that's, know? The, Steve, that's what Steve said. In the radio, they gave him the power of invisibility because that like was easy, mm -hmm. right? It's just like mm -hmm. they can't see him, no one can see him, and then they had to come up with what he looked like when they were doing the pulp comics, and then they came up with the design for his costume, and and. As far as like his face changing, I found no reference to that. I could like yeah. obviously could have been there. So it's almost like that was just a decision they made to make him look more like the drawing, like because the drawing because it's, it's yeah. a comic book. Because the drawing well, has got a very that pronounced very prominent nose. Yeah, yeah, mm. but that's because that's like it's like a comic book, right? So it's like exaggerated features and stuff, and you want and, and but it's it's that's all I can think of. It's like that's such a choice to make. Why not just? The yeah. outfit would look kind of cool if it, if he just had this like scarf covering. Yeah, it's his a face. cool costume. It's just it Except was just so that. distracting. Yeah, yeah. I, that would look cool. So imagine if if it, like the red scarf was like covering his nose and mouth completely, and he's got the hat in the dark, and then his eyes do that like glassy mm -hmm. thing. That looks fucking cool and intimidating. But yeah. then he's got this big schnoz hanging out over it. Like it's just like. <laughs> It's not even a normal nose. It's a no. prosthetic, cartoonishly, comically large. He like, looks like Sam Groucho Eagle the Muppet. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> when we made the the fan film that I did, I opted to put the mask over his nose because I thought it looked cooler. And mm -hmm. we got comments. This is the, in the heyday, the early days of YouTube. We did get comments of like, "Dude, you screwed up the mask. It's supposed to be under his nose." Uh. And I was like, "Have you have you seen it?" <laughs> yeah, you got negative comments on YouTube. On YouTube, I yep. do not. Believe my God, it. that oh, doesn't yeah. happen. People, strangers <laughs> on the internet are the nicest souls. All so kind behind their anonymous. I will say names. though, you know, it, it's kind of going along this thread, and what you said earlier, Steve, is like there are moments where Alec Baldwin looks fucking badass, and there's like really cool shots. Mm -hmm. And, like, really cool, like, lighting choices uh, and, like, oh, here's the shadow being, like, mm -hmm. cast against a wall or whatever. And it's so jarring and odd that we go from that to, like, really, like, 
pinball machine rules with the room and like the yeah. things like pinballing around the hotel and like I don't it's so bizarre. What about the line where uh he crushes the warrior guy on top of the gargoyle and says, Next time yes. you can be on top. Ugh. Like what? <laughs> in a, in Why? what is conceptually a kids movie? Yeah, yeah, uh, right. Okay. And then you have moments where, like, they you know they both fire bullets at the same time, and then they flatten because they hit each other. You, you yeah. know, like it's a, a mismatch. So many parts in this film, it seemed like. Why are you, you went, you covered all the, I'd say at least half of this movie is all the scenes you should have cut out in the script and done like the other thing. Like mm-hmm. so many moments they zigged where they really should have zagged. You're like, no, yeah. you don't, you stayed at the restaurant. No, that- go out there, chase them down. Do not let them go. You know, like there's all these moments where, you know, you're like, put the mask on and go do some shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That bullet scene where the bullets hit each other was such a, like, <sighs> It was because it was conceptually cool and the the bad guy was anxious to get away. And so he kept running. But you, they pan over to Alec Baldwin and he's yeah, sitting there with face. this look on his face just like, that was so fucking cool. And like, <laughs> you could tell he wanted to be like, wait, no, did you just see what just happened? Can you see but, that? <laughs> no, we had to keep running with the plot. Uh, <laughs> first of all, me, Khan, let me just tell you, he's like all stoic and then he stops and he goes, first of all, Khan, let me just tell you. I'm going to stop you, buddy. Like, he just, he just like completely breaks character and all of a sudden he's, you know, just like a, some wisecracker from New York. Look, Con, I'm going to stop you. Like, he just, yeah. what? This, he's been like stoic the whole film. And then all of a sudden when Con starts dressing like him, Brooks Brothers, of course, <laughs> like some very, just some odd choices in the film. Yeah. Where you're like, you were doing so good. And then you, and, and then you got notes and it just, <laughs> you know, went off track a little bit. So I almost kind of liked when Kano started to dress like him. I wish they kind of stuck with it. Like he's like stealing his, like he's biting his whole style and he's taking that. And then, but then he just does it for like that one scene and goes back. It's like, no, 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 go with it. Like you're becoming, That's true. gets the haircut. He's like, I like your style. Because I like I'm, the tie line. Right? Yeah. yeah, the tie line was great. Yeah. Well, and it was weird because I, I also really liked that he was stealing his style. And then. All of his minions were just in the full armor. Where did they come from? I don't know. <laughs> I was I asked that exact question. So like, I was like, he got here did... in the sarcophagus. Okay. That's how he snuck in unnoticed. Oh. He was right there because okay. he owned yep. that building for six years and installed <laughs> a rotating pinball floor <laughs> and like hypnotized the entire town of new york do you think he wasn't there already i don't know why he did the sarcophagus thing why did he do that he lived in the building downtown that's a very good question especially when you consider he's not an ancient well he said no he did say that he took the sarcophagus to absorb the power of the ancients or whatever he did say that. Mm. So I think that was part of some kind of ritual. Because that but sounds a, like a real thing. <laughs> right. But he's also a regular dude. Like, he's not actually Genghis Khan frozen right. for a thousand years who's just been woken up. He said very... Sp- he he bought the building. We know that. So, like, this dude grew up, 
you know, in, in like Oakland. I mean, this is not a, you know, yeah, yeah. He's like Jeff Con, like, but it's right, and, he doesn't, <laughs> and that's why when he started biting his style, I'm like, wait a minute, you've seen clothes before. Like he's not, he didn't come. At, you know what oh, I mean? Like that's he didn't, right. Yeah. It's like I forget. I forget that he's like. A contemporary. He's not he's like a been, contemporary. Because like, yeah. if well, he, he even wasn't says, ancient, where'd you get that tie? And yeah. he's like, oh, at wherever. And he's like, oh, on Twenty Seventh and what? Like he knows where the store <laughs> yeah. is. New York. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes no sense. Shit. No, because if he, it would totally work if he was like an ancient and uh-huh. he'd been asleep for like thirty thousand years. It's like, oh, I like that. I'm gonna get with the times. I'm gonna modern it up. And it's like you have this thing of God. But yeah, he's like, he just, he's like, he's, what? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Which leads to the greater question, not just of where did the minions come from, which we can assume they're all bewitched, but where did they get their wardrobe? Did he <laughs> fly in? Period accurate weaponry, teach them sword work, right? Like there's just so many implications because this is definitely that dude was like in his forties, maybe. Like that's just a, you know, he's just a regular guy. So he hypnotized <laughs> everybody and was like, you know, it'd be sick if we all got matching jackets. And pointy yeah. hats and fake mustaches. Now, we talked about this a little bit when we watched uh, Three Ninjas. And I don't remember who came up with the point. I think it might have been Pat. But it was, uh, you know, sometimes uh, the bad guy just has a thing that they're really into. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that Pinball was and old outfits. <laughs> yeah. Just what like, other function oh. would that floor serve? Really, though. Right? Like. <laughs> skateboarding oh. around like oh you know it'd be cool it was a sex like, thing for floor. sure it was like oh, <laughs> i'll totally indulge an eccentric villain who's got like a, a little um peculiar like a what what's the word i'm looking for just like a little quirk or foible that they want to indulge i'm like I'll, i'm all for that but it was just also i like how the, the his one main minion was obviously a white guy yes yeah with, like in we've the, seen him and stuff i've seen him and stuff yeah too. he's like the bassist from system of a down or whatever that guy <laughs> yeah what? just he uh weird. nils allen stewart oh yeah so yeah other i mean if we're talking about the things that don't quite line up the one that really stuck out for me was uh they go on their date at the beginning of the movie uh mm-hmm. and then he meets Son of son of Khan, and then son of Khan, <laughs> and then they they then there's another date where they're eating dinner together for five minutes, and then somehow later in the movie, son of Khan finds out about the date and like his connection to this girl. I don't know how he found out about it because there's nothing that tied them together outside of that five minutes that they had dinner. I don't know that it was tying them together. I just assumed. She was the daughter of the scientist he kidnapped, and so that was his reason for sending her. Okay, but then I don't b- know. bigger questions because yeah. go kill, go kill the shadow. Why would he think that would have any chance of success unless she already knew who the shadow was? Unless, but that I thought that's why that's why he sent her because she knew he's the shadow. Like maybe, I guess but she, she didn't have- seem to realize it until he snapped her out of it. And she was like, wait, I'm here because you're the shadow. You're the only one here. Like, it wasn't until that moment that she realized he was the shadow. But I guess you could make an argument that they had some sort of weird mental connection. But I don't. all reading each other's minds. I guess. Okay, but I don't, I don't know how. Could she, so Khan could she not have like, her mind be read? 
or could she have her mind? Or could she, because he was like trying to mind control her and he Good couldn't. question. But the other guy could. But. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm not really asking these questions. The answer is bad writing. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the answer is I, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I mean, it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. He got the check. He took the notes. He just did oh. them without questioning in the slightest. It was just like, yeah, man, pinball floor, whatever. Let's just do some cocaine. We'll type it up. Don't worry about a second draft. Like, screw it. Let, let's. I mean, let, there's let's... even a scene where it's soul. like, this is not how water works. Like the whole, there's like the bullet holes and it should be oh, water right. spraying out of this <laughs> yes. hole, but it's just like dripping slightly, even though the water's like way past the whole line. And he's like, oh, I can breathe through this hole. And I'm just like, the this isn't how this sealed. works. Yeah, <laughs> Sam was like, there's no way he could have stopped that with his mouth. And I was like, maybe he's just got real strong ass lips, like <laughs> ass lips. But it really <laughs> should have been spraying out before. You're a hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. That is. That is the way the, the <laughs> physics would work. I mean, there's even other holes that are spraying the water out, but for some reason, this one isn't. It what doesn't make any sense. What was the big water orb room? Yeah. I missed. I missed. That's what where he that, makes his beryllium sphere. That's where he makes which, his beryllium sphere. That's I right. assumed it was the sphere, like which w- I think would have been more interesting because he's like, "Where is the sphere?" And I expected Tim Curry to be like, "You're in it," and like turn are the water it? on, and yeah. Yeah, what no. person designs their water thing with the shut off and on valve inside the water tank? At the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> bad writers. That's it. <laughs> no, he knew he was going to turn bad, Tim Curry's character. And he's like, I may have to trap the hero in here. This is my out. So it totally makes sense. Um, Man, the his easy- character, I would have so much fun with in my rewrite of this, too, of what... and. I have solutions for everything. I feel like I was like, I got it. I'm going to tie it all together. (laughs) Um, What's crazy though, is I feel like you can see is how much. So, so I am going to put this movie or this character predates Batman and Superman, Wonder Woman. Um, So you can see how much of the groundwork for superhero archetypes was laid by this with the hidden layer, with like the network of allies and sidekicks. He's got his little bat cave, his library bat cave, which came before Batman. Even Bob Kane, creator of Batman, has cited it as a major influence. It's like, yeah, no shit. This was before Superman, though? Yeah. Whoa. This is before Superman, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. When did this come out? When does the character like first 19, appear? Like 1930 and Superman's first appearance was like 1938. 38, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I think the shadow debuted July 31st, 1930. That's why. I believe wow. the shadow is supposed to be, because you can always see like with the pulp and comic, or excuse me, not comic, newspaper comic heroes, they all feel like they've grown out of, whether it's Greek mythology, like Superman is based on like a strong man, you know, from like the circus days. So you really feel like the shadow is kind of like that lone ranger, like modern day gunslinger type, you know, between the bandana and the hat, the two pistols, you know, I think that's kind of what they're going for, but because it's an urban environment, you know, which is what makes the phantom fun. Cause the phantom's the same thing. He's from a jungle. He's dressed in purple and he's got, you know, two guns and he's like rope swinging through New York city, which is, I want to do that movie for this. I loved that movie. I was younger. It's not good, but I loved it. I want to do that movie so bad. (laughs) Billy Zane. 
The uh, Phantom's got some real, uh, some really solid female characters in it too. Because there's a female lead and female. We watched that one recently because I tricked her into watching that. And that one's got like the female pirate, uh, plane. No, pirate pilots, pirate pilots. Yeah, yeah, pirates. They're female bad pilots, and they fly biplanes and stuff. But that's a that's a fun watch for sure. <laughs> bad isn't their villains. They're good pilots. They're good at piloting. They're, they're good skilled. at piloting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do Lion uh, TV. All right. Oh. Okay. So, uh, Steve, I'm going to say three facts about this movie. One of them is bullshit that I made up. You have to guess which one. Yeah. Uh, fact. Question mark. Number one. Uh, the only reason Tim Curry did this movie was because he wanted to work with Sir Ian McKellen. Mm. Two. Uh, there are publications of um, this work and other works that tie the character Margot Lane, who's the main female lead in this uh because her last name is lane and there are multiple public works public uh, sorry i'm talking too fast published works of the shadow and tarzan and uh superman that reference her being lois lane's sister mm. Ooh, interesting. uh and then three as part of the multifaceted marking initiative a movie with michael keaton's batman was planned but was scrapped after the lackluster financial performance of this Ooh, interesting. Oh, interesting. What was the that first one again? Awesome. That the only reason Tim Curry did this movie was to work with Ian McKellen. Ugh. Is I Ian McKellen f- as famous as he is now? I mean, not now, but as famous as he's become I, I, recently. I, 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 then? Think he, I, don't I think he was like actor famous. Like actors were yeah. all, but like, he's an actor's actor. Yeah. I think this, yeah, he has done a lot of stuff. I, I think he was, yeah. Uh, my guess. Is if you've ever seen Tim Curry's uh, IMDb, uh, you would know he says yes to everything. Uh, mm. <laughs> so that's my guess. Is I think Tim Curry just said yes because he's Tim Curry. Okay, I'm guessing the Batman one. I'm guessing that would be my lowest. My name. guess as well. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. Okay. Wow. Okay. Full spread. And see what was yours. My, I'm sorry, my guess was Ashes as well. It's the Batman one. Steven Asher, right? Ooh, I yeah. made up the Batman crossover. Yes. All right. There are published references in multiple works that reference Margot Lane being Lois Lane's sister. Oh, and wow. yeah, the Tim Curry, the Ian McKellen thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. Those are real. I didn't realize he was that discerning. Good for you, Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's ask Tim Curry to be in our. No, <laughs> Um, I do have um, to say that uh, the costuming was pretty awesome in this. Like the uh, yeah, I'm saying Mar- Margo's, the elements. Yeah, Margot's dresses. I mean, were those city fantastic. shots looked great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like so many backgrounds were matte paintings, and it you could mm-hmm. tell, but it worked. It was really cool looking. It had a good style. I was thinking I mean, of that, you, Sam, during those moments. So yeah. I was thinking of Sam. I was like, oh, that Sam's loving those backgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the painted the, bridge just stops 10 feet behind yeah, him. And it's yeah. just perspective. And you can <laughs> tell they just, so just move, they just move the car to the other side for the reverse. You know, it's like the same. <laughs> yeah. It's the same background. They just flip the car around. And, and uh, I mean, like, the whole, the whole, like, letter in a tube sequence. Yeah, that was, was ridiculous. Like, it was ridiculous, but it was like stylistically it was like 
this is a really interesting style that doesn't fit the whole rest of the movie. But, like, you know, it feels, it's got this, like, almost Amelie style to it, you know, like this quirkiness or the, um, what's the one well, we watched Sam was for New Year's? It's very t- Tim Burton y, also. They were playing some, like, da, 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 kind of music over there. Oh. For New Year's Blank Check? No, no. No, no. Um, I was thinking, um, it's for the kids. Yeah, yeah, oh. you know. Yeah. I can't think uh, of it. You know, name. for kids. Fucking, uh, you know, the for Hudsucker kids. Proxy. Hudsucker Proxy. Yes. Oh, it it yeah. felt sort of Hudsucker Proxy to me, where it's like kind of quirky and, yeah. That tube system relied on a lot of unchanging buildings and infrastructure in that town. Uh, <laughs> and people not asking questions in the slightest, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, no one being like, hey, oh, do like, you know where this pipe goes? So like, wait. Oh. <laughs> are we saying the headcanon is once he gets an ally, so. The shadow. Once he acquires another forced ally, he extends his pneumatic <laughs> tube system new, into yeah, wherever yeah. they work or live. Oh, for just, sure. <laughs> so it's his whole thing. It's not, it wasn't there already. He has a pneumatic tube system from his that goes throughout the city. Absolutely. Like, All right. So the builders will be by. So <laughs> right. some of the first the, the first allies he forced recruited were construction workers, so that he could <laughs> then build the out his pneumatic tube system. <laughs> <laughs> My initial thought was like, well, this would be entirely unnecessary if he just had cell phones. Like, this has to take place in this time. Okay, they, but yeah, you're going to say what I'm going to say. He had the technology. He's got the video <laughs> call the video thing phone. with the guy. Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> Only the, with one and guy, And the pager though. ring. Oh, yeah. 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 And the secret letter deliverer person. Yeah. Couldn't, oh, yeah. Couldn't they not just like that's telegram each other? Like that strikes me as the like the someone trying to jam everything from like the comics in. Like, okay, we'll do the pager ring. We'll do like a video caller. That'd be cool. Well, you know, like just jamming all this stuff in there, even though it does totally break the rules of like, why do you need three? You need mm-hmm. one, and you use it. You just use the one. Why can't they all have blinking rings? Why can't like <laughs> you know? Yeah. Also. The jeweler's got to be one of his out forced allies too, right? Who's making those rings? <laughs> making these bad yeah. Otherwise, rings. it's like, why do you keep buying the same ring from me, like over and over, like every <laughs> other day? My my real question is, why do you need the ring if you know the passcode? Isn't the ring so much more obvious? Like if everyone, yeah. all of his heroes, the he like, all right, we're good. Like they just yeah. hold up the ring, you know? Or like, why does he need the ring if he can two like factor authentication, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You've got the ring, but do you know the code? But yeah, couldn't you just know the code? Like, wouldn't that be sufficient? But also, like, can't he just telepathy into people's brains and talk to them that way? Why? Why any of it? Oh, I think he if could they're talking to each other, right? Yeah, like on behalf of the shadow, right? He could oh, only do it, which we never saw. Yeah, no, he could only do it with the chick because she could read his thoughts, and they had like a special connection, right? I think so. Margo. She was. T- he he's not psychic. She is. She can read his thoughts. No, he's he can, psychic. He, no, he, he can't, can't totally. No, no, he, he, he can't read thoughts. He can just control, like mind control. Yeah, but he can't no. read thoughts. Yeah, the shadow knows because he the, he wasn't surprised when he oh. knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't surprised when he knew her dinner order because that's something he normally does, right? He's like, uh, oh, yeah. I was just thinking for. I was 
gonna have Peking duck. She's like me too. No, he's oh okay. He has oh, the yeah. ability to I see the thoughts like, and stuff. I thought he just like inceptioned her to like yeah. want that for dinner. I thought he was mind controlling oh. her a little bit. It, oh. That whole scene was I like I thought he was I just hope. being every guy on a first like, date. Ten Am minutes I ago, right? <laughs> ten minutes ago, he ordered a bottle of wine and then saw it coming and then went over there and be like, it was like you want this wine. You like, want this wine. <laughs> oh, that is so much worse than what I thought. I hope. Yeah, I'm, that would be I awful. Uh, I mean, that's what had to happen. Have happened because wine doesn't just appear guys the shadow's problematic because then he has all those dresses from... <laughs> he has all those dresses Water why does he have all those dresses wait 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 even put hold on even uh-huh. if he has many consenting women partners come over not. why do they ha- leave dresses at his place what do they wear do they wear other dresses and they leave the dress they were in? Because oh, because hers is so take a dress, leave a dress. <laughs> take a dress, leave a dress. So he gives her another dress, sends that one out to the cleaners, and then puts it in the collection. Yeah, so Ew, <laughs> this belongs to my aunt. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's the size of a. He you know. She even so you don't think he just kills She's them? Like, oh, she kept her figure. <laughs> Now you have like, yeah. he only murders the ladies. Like he's an American psycho Wait, so guy. he's the. Yeah, he's the noir American psycho. <laughs> oh. oh, God! <laughs> Why don't you Peter stay Boyle. in one of my many guest rooms? I mean, when he finally realizes yeah. that that hotel hadn't been knocked down and it was there the whole time, he's not just like that dastardly villain. He's like, like, oh, like it's fucking embossed. Like, like he has that. It's it's a hundred percent admiration for how dope. <laughs> this dude's mind control powers yeah, were absolutely like he actually did it the whole city mm-hmm. yeah, oh like the business card scene but with his lair yeah like is his lair right. is his lair better than mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's got a pinball floor <laughs> he's like, oh why did i think so- of that oh, right uh, the counter. Oh, that's a skit that's a skit Yes. Skit. Villains 100%. comparing like layers comparing but in the layers. style like American psycho style. <laughs> or even like what's the like MTV cribs my crib thing? Cribs. Yeah, but, like, yeah, MTV cribs. MTV layers. This uh you guys need to submit these <laughs> to Robot great. Chicken. The only counter to all of the wild logical inconsistencies that fall with the script is that I think everybody else worked really hard on this movie. Because those yeah. models look really good. The matte paintings look good. Like you're For saying, sure. the wardrobe is great. I mean, even the, I mean, the visual, the, the shadow gags where you literally see his silhouette, like those mm-hmm. are, those are really visually very interesting shots. Like their action sequences are cool, even though it's white when, guys in whatever makeup they're wearing. Like uh, <laughs> the craftsmanship behind the film is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I liked yeah. it when, when like the shadow gets pinned to the wall with the daggers and he has to like step mm-hmm. out of it to get free. It's all the pieces are there. <laughs> yeah. the pieces. They're all there. They were just assembled shittily. I mean, <laughs> one of my favorite all dressing and no structure, right? Like the house mm-hmm. was painted well and like they cut the grass, but it's like fucked up. It's like slanted and yeah. doesn't have a, and none of the water runs, right? It's got five bathrooms, but you can't turn the faucets <laughs> like it's the. Yeah, it was like even even the small stuff was was great, though, like. Uh, it didn't even need to be the big special effects. That scene where he dips into the dark alley to escape being tailed. And it's just a simple, like, they turn the lights off and you can't see him. But, like, they made it work as, like, a shadow thing. And it's, I think that's one of my favorite mo- moments in the film because it was 
the only time he was, you know, actively trying to, uh, it was the only time it really fulfilled the noir uh, promise yeah. where it was like, I'm sneaking around and doing some detective shit. Because the rest of the time he kind of just walked into every room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even like the lighting would sometimes be like noir. But then the rest of the film, it was like, yeah, normal lighting. You know, Beauty light. It's Alec Baldwin, damn it. Yeah. We didn't spend all that time doing her hair so she could be in silhouette. <laughs> Tell you one uh, aspect that wasn't great on the production was oh just one Khan's beard oh boy oh, that fake beard oh boy <laughs> yeah all over the place mm. that I mean that that yeah the hair I would say the hair left a lot to be desired all the fake beards the Fu Manchu mustaches you're like oh yeah mm-hmm. so many reasons Two- why this is not working. <sighs> Yeah. The more I did, I never even put that together. I'm so glad I brought that up because it's too middle ground with him. It's like, wait, he is a contemporary person. That makes no sense. He should be all in one way or the other. Like, if he's contemporary and he's from New York or something, he should be slick from the beginning. It's like, yeah, I'm a descendant of Genghis Kong. I'm going to fulfill his legacy. But look, looking like this, right? And like looking badass and using the powers and everything. But. Or he's like, I've been asleep for, you know, 3,000 years, and mm-hmm. now I'm back, and I'm going to... We have, like, yeah, an Encino just, Man moment. <laughs> yeah, either or. It's just, it's just, it's so, I guess, point out, I can't believe I missed that. It's so weird that he's like, I know the city, I'm yeah. like a modern person, but I'm sometimes going to act like... Confused like and been, surprised about the world, just because yeah. he lives in China, just because he came from China or wherever, because he's supposed yeah. to be yeah. from... And but again, sometimes recent, like he's going said. to match his outfit to the tile, and he's going to lay on the ground. Oh, that was just great. Because, I love that. Just I like because. That. Listen, the shot was fucking awesome, but it made zero sense. Zero sense. So he's just sitting there waiting, right? He's yeah. Like, y'all, watch, y'all, you guys are watching? You guys watching? Check this out. You know he had them, like, straighten it out like a bridal train for him. <laughs> That's, like, the most baller shit ever, though, right? Yo, you like this jacket? It matches my floor. <laughs> But but that is one like of my that's favorite. Like rapper, that's like some rapper shit, though. Really, yeah. to be like, yeah, I got absolutely. this jacket that matches. That's like some Tom Haverford. I got this jacket. It matches my floor, <laughs> and this hat matches the what walls. What you're doing now is one of my favorite mental exercises with stuff like that. With villains, like imagine the moments leading up to this moment that we're seeing. Yes, like exactly to stage this, like dramatic moment or stance like how long were they sitting there when they're like waiting mm-hmm. for the hero like clapping their hands like <laughs> well done it's like were y'all just like just hanging you out there sitting at the chair. wall for three hours right like, just well, in well, the chair like, waiting for the hero to show up before you could yeah. spin around can you mm-hmm. imagine the meeting with the tailor wait you you want to <laughs> you want a suit that what <laughs> Wait, it's, who it's goes slow. first though does he bring the tile to the tailor or does yeah. he bring the the jacket Ooh. to the architect uh i think you know, the building like, gets built this. first and he brings the tailor to the building i like and the thought like, that they you... built a building around the jacket <laughs> that's like, super no, but... baller right there <laughs> right i love this jacket so much i got my floor made out of it and you know what's crazy while they were doing it, I had to put in a pinball thing. <laughs> like, while you're down there, you might as well, you know, put like a lever in it and, you know. I had them if, put if get... in air shocks, airbags in my floor so that it would uh, bounce around, you know, but like it, a lead sled. Like, 
<laughs> it doesn't tip all the way for someone to like fall through to the floor. It's just like a little bit to get you just off. Just a little. Kill, yeah. Just a little bit. Well, like, he, I think there's was... a world in which he flips the wrong switch and a disco ball comes down and like Dave Matthews starts playing <laughs> and it's just like a roller, you know, and all the guys in their suits come out with the skates and they're like, oh shit, are we? Oh, oh, I thought it was. Ah, uh, and they just like. I thought it was One Friday morning. night. I thought it was a. What could roller it possibly derby night. have been? I mean, that has to be it, right? Like a roller derby <laughs> or something. Because, like, why else would you build the giant, like, Lazy Genghis or, or whatever? Or is it maybe it's like your that thing, that special thing you have in your house that's only for guests, you know? Like, you're, you know, we have a champagne, we have a champagne sword here at the house, you know, and you can use it to like slice the top of a champagne bottle off of. We're not doing Whoa. that in the house. It makes a mess. You lose yeah. champagne. But when guests come over, you're like, oh, let's get the champagne sword. This will be gangster. Maybe it's just like for when people come over, like, oh, you want to see my, you want to see my, my floor, my roller floor? <laughs> well, now you I know, really totally... want to come over to your house, Steve, yeah. because I do want to see sword? the champagne sword. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's uh, extremely wasteful and awesome. <laughs> That's a little more, uh, baller than my, the, my, I was trying to think of if we had anything like that here. I was like, I've got some really nice wood like boards for like charcuterie and cheese that I only use if people are over. Otherwise, I'm just leaving it on the cutting board. I like to make. Pat, make you sure. need to treat yourself. Treat you yourself. Deserve. Put it on I a board. Do. I make like a cheese and charcuterie board like every three days, probably. I love but it. But not on the I'll... fancy board. Use You're the a fancy, fancy board. boy. Board. You should use the fancy board. You know what Brett's version yeah. of that is? It's not really yours, but does he it's... do it on the baby? No, it's the the shambong. That he bought for his best friend. The shambong is the worst thing. Uh, it's, <laughs> Excuse me. It's a what? Uh, it's a champagne flute, but then the stem comes off of it down, and then at a ninety degree angle, and then it's actually hollow. Uh, and <laughs> you beer bong the, the champagne. Oh, okay. oh, oh! I was thinking another okay. bong. I was like, yeah, oh, I was down, too. It's, it's hollow and it's you smoke a sham it. Yeah. Funnel, I think is what that is. That's not a yeah. sham bong. A sham bong would be for for smoking that's, things. Yeah, that's a sham funnel. It's a, but <laughs> well, it's no, like the beer bong you fill is. It and then yeah. You, oh, okay. You, you, you that's fair. Up yeah. Like the, yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. it's horrible. Uh, but, but it's only true when you're home alone. You just guests come over. Only when you want to get crunk on champagne with your guests. Do you have something to say, baby? He uh, slept through a lot of that movie and uh, doesn't know what to contribute. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Did he also find the Asian characters representation problematic? Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, well, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they definitely, they definitely you know dubbed over Tuku, right? The guy in the beginning, Which? Toku or whatever. Toku? The guy who yeah. gave him the powers. Well, the yeah. kid who's so, dubbed like an adult. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. you guys caught anyone's name in this movie because I feel like they all got said once and then never came back to it. I mean, the Toku was said it was said a couple times and it was put on the screen, but like, so are we to believe? I, I don't that mean Khan to like you know put you got- on blast, Brett, but it was said a couple <laughs> times and put on the screen. Wait, the name it was, was on screen. screen. Wait, do we have subtitles? No, no. What? When they did the one time they put words on the screen at the beginning. Yeah. I must have looked away at that moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he said, yeah, they called him that talk, talk or whatever they called him. Yeah. I guess it I was, just, you Now know, you understand why the first five minutes was of the movie. was being more respectful than you. 
Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> the first five what? minutes of the movie were the worst five minutes I of the movie. I was like, oh, no. And then he leans forward and he's got the nails and the hair. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, yeah. guys, I think this is a treasure that should stay buried. And I turned it <laughs> off. I was like, nah, I can't. And then I was, you know, I'm watching it this time. I was glad to revisit everything. But the first time I was like, this, I feel like I need to, this does not feel like a casual watch. Did they give us we, enough of an explanation for why he specifically was the guy that was there with the nails? Like, no. No. Something after the war, right? Didn't they say, like, you disappeared for seven years and became, and became a, drug a crazy man. Yeah. Wh- wow. Which, if he, it's one of those times, it's one of those few times when tell, again, tell not show would have been better, where if he had this, like, really, like, honest moment, and he was like, I saw some things that, that were just, like, god-awful in the war, and I just had to leave, and I traveled, and I tried to get as far away from home as humanly possible, and then I kind of fell into this where I was just trying to survive, and then before I knew it, I just was really good at it. I knew my fighting. I was really good at fighting. And then before I knew it, I'd kind of lost myself in that. And then I was leading a whole fucking organization of like drug people, a cartel. They showed us stuff which they shouldn't have told. And then they told us stuff that they. Yeah. You're you're saying this movie is so bad that they showed it so poorly that it would have been better (laughs) if they had just said it. Yes. It's the yeah. one time the audience has politely requested mercy. Please make this exposition. <laughs> yes. But like, and then they and then they skip over the whole getting magic powers part, and instead gave yeah. us uh, like a three minute long mail tube. Like, yes. <laughs> he just has powers now. Yeah. Is that this what, what I'm saying? Though, this movie consistently you kept in the parts that I would have cut from that first draft Mm -hmm. and then left out all the shit that like like you're saying (laughs) why the hell don't we see him get the powers we don't need to see him with the coke nails what is this (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. I'm surprised we've gone this long and haven't brought this up I want to talk how how are we feeling about um the 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 living dagger 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 baby Uh, (laughs) how are you feeling about dagger baby Everyone groaned. Ugh. Did everyone hate Dagger Baby? I loved Dagger Baby. <laughs> oh my god! He had to learn to control Dagger Baby by wanting it more. By uh, he became the one. He by be- letting go. He had to let go. He had to gain control by letting go. This is exactly the same as the last mm. episode of the show. He he became Neo. Uh, he he was the one. He suddenly could control the flying baby knife. He could stop the mirror. He could explode the hallway against Agent Smith. He stopped the the bullet shot mirror shards and exploded the bad mm-hmm. guy. Like it was just it was the matrix. Man, did the Matrix do anything original? Now now that we're no God, I thought that was already established. I know they. I mean, but it's just surprising every time I see like an iconic moment from a movie that not that long ago uh, I and I feel like a lot of people were like, it's the first time any of that was on screen. And then it's like, actually, no, everyone beat them to it. This that was just like a really good <laughs> a accumulation of, of really cool stuff they'd seen. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, so but, I am dying to know though, what is the reason? your girlfriend won't watch this film. Um, that's it. I can ask her. Amy, they want to know why you didn't want to watch The Shadow. 
well, I guess I don't really know much about it, but I am not inclined to watch when is it made the nineties? Mm-hmm. Like old, potentially very bad nineties movies are not my jam. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Fully understandable. (laughs) Yeah. Avoid this whole show. Uh, (laughs) Avoid the show. Yeah. At all costs. Understandable. Also, hi, Amy. Hi. Hello. from Dragon Con. Yeah. The movie opens with Alec Baldwin with long, scraggly hair and coke nails uh, as a drug lord. And uh, it goes into bed. Into bed. Yeah. You know what? It was great. You really, you really, you should watch it. It was it was a nightmare. <laughs> we all agreed that scene was key. <laughs> I like Alec Baldwin. Not after this. You got to watch him rip his own face off. Yeah. <laughs> you missed a good time. If you listen, we can hear us talk about all the reasons why you should have watched. The film. <laughs> Almost as fun as watching the film. I heard the last twenty minutes of the movie and knew I didn't need to. Watch Smart. It. Fair. Smart. Mm-hmm. You hold on to that. Because she's a smart one. <laughs> she does have a good pick. What did I make? The other one I that she we we got part of the way through the Phantom, and then mm. Amy bailed on that one as well. Even though Catherine Zeta Jones is in that. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there are some that I see and they're real gems, and I love them unexpectedly. Yeah. And other times it's painful. They seem to be fewer and f- farther between uh, lately on our show, but yes, <laughs> sometimes. Have you heard of, have you ever seen Surf Ninjas? No. Oh, God. No. Stop. Surf Stop. Ninjas? No. We can watch Surf Ninjas They're tonight. Ninjas no, Amy, run. Amy, run. <laughs> we can watch the Surf Ninjas. Oh, it's God. It's like Point Break meets, what, what's a good ninja movie? Beverly Hills Ninja? Three Ninjas? <laughs> oh. Yeah. God. But like that. amazing. There actually but, like, aren't if it that was a perfect good... movie. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We'll watch that tonight instead of the good thing you wanted to watch. <laughs> all, right. all right. Carry on. Nice. Nice. Good to see you all. Take this back. All right. Let's wrap this anyway. thing up. Oh. What's that? Go on for three more hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Well, we'll rewatch let's... the shadow for her uh, tonight and we'll <laughs> okay. put it on. And... You, I mean, if you can watch that movie two times in a row, wow. Wow. Tribute. I, I appreciate that film more than I like it, is what I'll say. There you go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a good. So, what, did anybody love it? Question mark. Love okay, good. Love okay, is good. a strong no, good. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, worried... Here's I could I could do my wrap up pretty pretty quick yes. here is that uh, everything you guys were saying about how like Pat I think your thing was was spot on about uh, it had all the pieces to be good uh, but didn't quite make it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like the uh, case if you're listening the, the uh, your show is the best opportunity for this movie to shine uh, because my re- <laughs> rewrite of this was I, at the beginning I was so so certain that the sarcophagus was going to open and Genghis Khan was going to be a vampire and I was going to be so excited about Genghis <laughs> Khan the vampire because vampires are always fucking nobody it's either Dracula or fucking nobody give me Genghis Khan the vampire I want that movie not this movie give me Genghis Khan the vampire that's my that's my review Shadow's got like silver it. bullets and he's just and all those Ooh. guys are vampires and he's just fucking <gasps> shit up. Oh, I love it. 
It's like 1940s Blade. One of his. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Oh yes. my god! <laughs> yeah. Right. 1940s Blade, killing Genghis Khan. You know, vampire, and all his our minions are like immortal or whatever. Like they're all resurrected. How fucking dope. Variations. Love it. Uh, I, I mean, love why it. don't we all make? that they've got no reflection he's got no shadow like it's uh you know tm 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 cut that all out and save it remove it (laughs) the shadow vampire hunter uh yeah i i want to make the remake of this because i feel like i had so many ideas all i did i I kept having to rewind a couple of the 15 seconds back because i'd missed stuff and i was like oh wait they should have done this oh wait they should have done this (laughs) um but yeah it's just it's just it was almost it was just disappointing because I was like this could have been actually really really pretty dang good and mm-hmm. it was just like damn just so much unused potential um, but good fodder for conversation and uh, I I did enjoy watching it because I always enjoy having my brain poked and prodded and motivated and stimulated like that so stimulating thanks Steve yeah I, I hope I, I'm I, glad you oh go ahead Ash I'm no go ahead it. well I'm I'm uh, Glad that we got to watch it through this fun modern lens. I think I appreciated it as a concept and a trailer more so like a pitch. Like this strikes me as a pitch that like they pitched it in the room and you were like, oh man, this would be great. And the second they started to flesh it out, they were like, oh no. (laughs) Or they started to flesh it out and they were like, yeah, that's fine. First draft is good enough because there's so much undeveloped Mm -hmm. potential where they just like took a bunch of either obvious or safe choices or incongruent choices that don't match and jammed them together. And I think if the good parts of the film were as, if the bad parts of the film were at least as good as the good or mediocre parts of the film, the whole thing would be way better. But it's so uneven that it kind of like, ah, the good parts don't make up for the bad parts. But Mm -hmm. I appreciate it conceptually and the artistry, I think, is makes it worth a viewing, if not a serious all-in-one sitting viewing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Sure. I uh yeah, I didn't like it, but I kind of went in with super low ex- expectations and it wasn't as terrible as I thought it would be. It's like slightly above as terrible as I thought it would be. Uh I actually liked it more than Mortal Kombat, which we just Ooh. watched recently. <gasps> Crime, um, you take that back. No. How dare you? I <laughs> challenge on my childhood. Challenge. I challenge. <laughs> That's the rules uh, of Mortal Kombat. You have to accept. <laughs> it's just there's so much bad acting in Mortal Kombat. And at least there was only one bad actress in this one. Um, uh, there is definitely one worst actress in this one. Yeah. yeah but. Continue. The worst uh, actress was a very bad actress. I was yes. Like, it was surprisingly <laughs> so bad, bad considering. That she made everyone else look better. Um, yeah, it just, I mean, everything Steve said is accurate. Like, it just tonally was all over the place. I just feel like I'm going to say the same thing. So, yeah, it, not not a fan. Won't watch it again. But really cool shot choices sometimes. Or really cool set pieces. Or really cool costumes. You know, like, there's... There's definitely elements that you see that are like, oh, this could have been cool, but I don't know how anybody read this script and said, yes, I will be in this film. It's it's a movie that you could learn from. Yes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, a very good vampire hunting film uh, <laughs> sequel, remake, reboot, requel. I don't know. Yeah, requel. I love it. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what a requel is, right? No. A requel is like The Force Awakens. That's where you make a sequel that's also a reboot, but basically rehashes the film. So, like, The Force Awakens Just, like, is... repainting. Oh. The, like, yeah, okay. so a requel, yeah, so it's like they want to reboot Star Trek, Star Wars, but they want to keep all the original characters, so they get new characters who do the same shit as the old characters. So it's technically a new Star Wars, but it's the same plot as A New Hope. So it's mm-hmm. a remake, but it's also a sequel. Like so it's it. a requel. Mm. That's, the, that's a new one. Oh. Yeah, I that's did. a technical term. Next time you see one, you'll throw up in your mouth because they're. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. W- was this a good movie? No. Uh, did it have a good plot that you know made sense? No. Did it have a good script? Good acting? Mm-mm. Uh, did it have good art? Uh huh. Did it have amazing <laughs> costumes? Uh huh. And uh, I will argue. That that creepy face peeling special effect oh my God. was pretty oh, flipping yeah. fantastic. Like it, that it looked so me. good. It yeah. Oh yeah, technically yes, I agree with you. Like yeah. from a, a technical movie. standpoint, that's yes. that black Oof. hole in his face, and he sticks his finger. Uh, just, and it's uh, definitely him. It's not even like a mask. Uh, that's like Alec Baldwin with finger and face. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. good yeah. call. So um, that effect looked good the the rest of the digital effects were uh not great but i appreciated that practical effect and uh that's about as far as my love for this goes um <laughs> i'm having trouble seeing the potential of a rewrite i don't know i feel like the rewrite is batman and marvel and uh they do it much better so i don't know Challenge accepted. Okay. I, I, if anyone Pat can do it, pages. it's you, Pat. <laughs> I'll have pages on your desk in the morning. I'll be tuning <laughs> into that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was The Shadow. Uh, Steven, you want to tell our listeners where they can find you uh, uh, so- socially and or move- movie visually and or anything else you want to plug? I don't know what any of those words meant, but I am on Instagram at Stephen Lamorte. Um, and you can check out my website at... Uh, StephenLamorte.com. We wanted to ask you, what is your uh, Ben Affleck project, if you can talk about it? Oh. Oh, sure. It was, um, I can. Uh, it was a promo for a tech company called uh, OWC. And uh, they wanted to, pro- they profile, like, I do a lot of company work with them. And they wanted to profile super users um, who use their, you know, their solutions, right? Their hard drives, their docs, their raids and stuff. And so um, the... Ben had been using a lot of OWC products to work remotely for his company, Pearl Street Films. And they were like, we should we should talk about you as a filmmaker because people forget like, oh, man, you were great in Argo. And he's like, yeah, I directed it, assholes. <laughs> like, you know, he doesn't always get credit for being a damn good director. So it was uh, all about profiling him uh, as a filmmaker. And I got to go to his home office and uh, we got to talk tech and, uh, you know, capture him in his environment. Way cool. Very cool. That's so cool. Nice. I said, dude, you got an awesome that bat phone. He had like a bat phone on his ca- on his desk Whoa. from the or not on his desk, but of like from the original 1960 series. And I was like, man, that is a killer replica. And he was like, no, that's not a replica. I'm like, oh yeah, of course. He's like, it was. A, I'm like, yeah, of course it's not. A, why would it be? A re- You're Batman. Why would it be a replica? I'm like, this is awesome. That's rad. <laughs> that's so cool. 
You can also follow us. We are at Let's Rewatch on Twitter. And we do fun things like movie polls where you can pick the movie. Or I will tweet a still from the movie. And you guys get to guess what movie we're watching. And I honestly thought this one was going to be really hard. I thought nobody was going to get it. And Ralph got it from downtown right away. Good job, Ralph. So congratulations, Ralph. Mitch said that Ralph beat him to it. Dang it. (laughs) Mitch Mitch falling behind. Mitch Mitch. getting knocked off the top of the leaderboard. Mitch moving down to number two. Ralph, number one. We'll give Mitch a pass because he's planning his wedding. There's only two slots. Also, he but got I'm a saying promotion. someone could come up as we grow the show. I mean, someone could come. A dark horse challenger yeah. could rise up. Um, Who was it last time? Someone named Chris that we didn't know. Yeah, right? don't don't they they are a OnlyFans Twitter spammer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> and also our fan, and also our fan. But I'm yeah. What is? Oh, I don't understand what you said. Only well, don't look, it, don't look it up. Ash, we'll tell you after. <laughs> oh, lots of butts, lots of butts. Yeah. Oh, you okay. Only fans is. Well, why would I not want to look that up then? You have to pay for the butts. Yeah, pay the butts. Oh, pay yeah. butts. Uh-huh. I like my butts free. <laughs> <laughs> I like them free range, please. Oh God, Samantha. Listen, uh, I did my thing. Someone else go. Sorry. Uh, yeah, if you liked our podcast as much as Ash likes butts, please give us a five-star review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. And Ellis likes the podcast, too, apparently. Good job, Ellis. He also likes butts. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. They're pretty great. And if you want to become a super fan, you can join to our Patreon and help us earn money for this wonderful podcast that we do. Yeah, yeah. Pat, pat. All right. We are part of the CertainPOV.com network of shows. Head on over to CertainPOV.com and check out some amazing shows made by amazing people like The Real Movie Critic versus The Cineguy or the Rob Thomas no, not that one cast. CPOV autographs, panelology, uh, judging book cover, circle of friendship, screen snark. There's a million of them, and they're all again. Every show on the network is done is created by a very delightful human being that you should support. Except for uh, Case, come hang out. Yeah, except Case. <laughs> Fuck you, Case. I love you. Aww. <laughs> I love you, Case. All right. And that is the show. Please join us next time when we watch Bacon Grabbers. Did you make a movie about me? (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. POV. Certain POV.com.